Welcome to the Nightly Rant. I'm Mike. And I'm Toria. This is the show where we talk about the awful things that have happened in our day, the awesome things that have happened in our day, and all the things in between. Thanks for listening, and we truly hope you enjoy. Well, what a day. It has been a day. A very long day. Filled with lots of things that are strange and out of my comfort zone. It did seem like a long day, but what was out of your comfort zone? Going to somebody's house to see a couch. Oh, Terrifying. yeah. Well... I get it. At least he was nice people. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. I could not buy things on Craigslist on my own. Put it that way. No. I know this much. It would be horrendous. That's okay, though. There's nothing wrong with that. But what's funny here is that mm-hmm. in order to prepare for that trip, we went to cash... Um, money order some money order and we went to the chase bank and we were waiting in the line and when we were called up to the counter we were getting up to the counter and you were presenting the money order no, and I all of a sudden this exactly exactly and all of a sudden this guy like shoved you out of the way and was like hey, hey. and i was about to say something and then he was being super rude to the teller and he says to her did you make a mistake what are these two payments for? And she says, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. So she agreed that she made a mistake. She it's did. over now. Well, okay? She was super polite And she's going to fix it. And she apologized yeah. to him. She's fixing it right away. She ste- asked us to step to the side. No problem. And the it guy, was really no problem to step to the side since bro already shoved one of us out Exactly. Of the and the guy just kept talking crap to the teller. But I can't believe that you made a mistake. That's ridiculous. You need to be more careful. Blah, 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 blah. And I said, hey, she already admitted she made a mistake and she already apologized. And he turns around and he's like, you better mind your own business. Now, I don't know why I had restraint today because on a normal day, on a normal day, I would have gone off on him. But for some reason, I had restraint There really must have been tooth marks on your tongue. Must be. It must be why it's all <laughs> fat and puffy on the end now. Yep. But I had my restraint, and I didn't go off on the dude. But he deserved it. Like, something wrong with that guy. But let me tell you, if you're ever that person that comes up to a teller and shoves somebody else out of the way because your business is clearly more important than theirs... And I'm the person who shoved out of the way. I can tell you, I'll be commenting on your business. Because you made it my business when you shoved me out of the way. Yep. That is true, too. It's two angles to look at it. Yeah. You shoved me out of the way and insist you're more important. You just made your bullshit my business. It's like, okay. Do you remember the time that we were with Deborah? Um, during the elections, before the election happened, and we were de- with Deborah like on a Sunday, and it was at uh, Farmer Boys. Oh my god! And that guy that came guy. up, and that guy came up yelling and screaming. Right. Okay. Now, if you'll notice, I never said to that guy, "It's none of your business." Right, because you two were talking loudly, 
and basically made it his right. Opinion. So exactly, and that's what I'm trying to say. Even in this situation, person's talking loudly enough that it makes it everyone else's business. Right. <clears throat> the guy in Farmer Boys was crazy, though. Well, yeah, he was, but that's my entire point. I wasn't super nice to him, was I? Not even Deborah wasn't super nice to him. No. Like, we really? neither one of us had any kind of tact on that. But this time, for some reason, I had restraint with this guy. Maybe because it's a new bank. And you really didn't want to get into fisticuffs in your new bank. Oh, yeah. Check out that word usage. Fisticuffs. We'll see what I would have actually done. Is let him come at me and throw a swing. Once he throws a swing, I would grab him from behind and hold him there until the police got there. At which point, all the witnesses would say, that little skinny dude threw a a punch at the fat dude. And the fat dude ducked out of the way and grabbed him and held him. Did the fat dude hit him at all? Nope. He just held him there. So you guys got here. And let me tell you. And guess what? I'd be off scot-free, bro. I think you were maybe too angry to really look around. But there were people definitely watching what was going on. Like, there was customers that were in line behind us waiting for the teller. They were watching, like... And then there was the the couple that was talking to the guy in the suit in the little cubicle thing right behind uh-huh. us. And they were like... <laughs> it was funny. Well, I wasn't loud. He was. That's what's funny. Right. I actually was not loud. I literally said, as the same volume I'm talking to you now, you can stop now. She admitted that she made a mistake and she apologized. So that's enough. No need to keep rubbing it in. I said it at that exact volume. I didn't say, that's enough. So if other people heard... It had to be people who were close or they heard him when he was telling me to mind my own business. Well, the people waiting in line were maybe like five feet away. So they quite possibly heard clearly. I think think they more, you're right, more started looking when he started being crazy and belligerent. Right. Because there's no other point. But you know what? And I understand being a little bit crazy and a little bit belligerent if the teller person is being super rude to you. That lady was super nice. nice. And she didn't make the mistake on purpose. And as soon as she looked at what he handed her, she admitted she'd made a mistake. Like, what more can you? But ask did you for? notice? But did you notice the perfection in the way she handled that situation? Actually, because it just kind of dawned on me when when I stepped up and defended her, mm-hmm. and she saw that he was going to try to push it. I she sized up that I was probably going to own the guy after that, but and she didn't, she didn't really want that to happen. So she asked me. She thanked me for. Standing up for her, flat out said, thank you for standing up for me, but I need you to relax. Then, that kind of calmed him down. I sat there and was nice about it. As soon as he walked away and got out of earshot, I watched her look to the left to see where he was. And then she looked at me and she says, I'm really sorry I had to do that, but I really appreciate everything that you did. I really do. Well, okay, so why did she do that? Because by telling me to calm down, she was appeasing him. And then as soon as he goes away, she makes sure I know that really she thinks I was the one that was right, not him. Well, and also in the manner that she told you, 
to just stand down? She didn't also offend you and no, make, she make you angry. No, she was super polite. She was super polite. Like she, she deserves a medal. And I'm gonna say something here, okay? I, we have not received any money from Chase Bank. <laughs> we have not, not a single penny. But not even interest. Not even interest. But, <laughs> but we have now had exactly two direct interactions with the bank okay two Mm -hmm. two and both of those interactions have exceeded customer service expectations like not just met them not even just beat them completely exceeded expectations like stellar out there service crazy good service come on now seriously i know i remember being awestruck the first time and then today when she was so friendly after crazy belligerent guy i was like huh this is pretty amazing compare that to u.s bank guy i don't want to think about him i mean just compare that like there he's not even one tenth of one percent as compassionate he was basically an automaton yeah there was no I must there. repeat the programming that I've been fed. <laughs> I must tell you exactly what the computer program says, I must say. Mm-hmm. And if I were to dare say anything different, my head would explode. At least that's what the bank has told me. Well, okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> Am I wrong? Is no, that not how he spoke to us? <laughs> it's not. So when we were talking to U.S. Bank guy, there was an issue and we needed him to resolve it. Well, but, but, but hold on. Do you remember me saying something to him about... It wasn't fair that blah, 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 blah. And he goes, well, that's a business issue. That's not something the bank has to deal with. That's exactly. your business. And I was like, wow, dude, you got all the canned responses. Like, they're there. Right. So anyway, we were dealing with U.S. Bank guy over an issue that we needed his help resolving. But tell her today, the first time she tried to process the money order... It was declined, and she said we'd have to deposit it and put a. It would be have a hold put on it. She agreed when we said, "Well, that's kind of weird, but all right." And then she was like, "You know what? I'm gonna try again, just in case something yeah. went wrong." Yeah, like, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Thank you, lady. And it went right through from Chase Bank. If you're listening, well, just like, that's what I'm saying, though. Like I said, again, I'm going to say it. We have not been paid a single penny by U.S. Bank or Chase Bank, for that matter, (laughs) or any other bank. But if any bank would like to pay money for advertising, we're open to the possibility of that. (laughs) (laughs) Or other advertisers that would like to advertise because we are growing at a rapid pace. It's true. It's true. This message paid for by the nightly rant. <laughs> so. But yeah. You go from automaton that in the same money order situation would have been like, no, the only way is for you to deposit this and we're going to put a 73 day hold on the money. <laughs> to Chase Bank going, well, seems like there's an issue here. Let me try again. Yeah, let me let me let me make sure that I do all my due diligence 
and that I've covered every base and not been a complete douche hat. No douche hats. None allowed. But that's the thing, though. I said this to you. I think it was today that I said this, that people today do not understand what good customer service really is. For one thing, good customer service doesn't have to be about you getting your way. No, it's just all about handling the situation professionally and politely. Right. Where you can look at it and go, because like, okay, did I really get my way in that situation that I described? No, because what I wanted, once the guy mouthed off to me, I wanted him to come at me and I wanted to turn him around and hold him there until the police came. That's what I wanted because I wanted him to have to pay for his attitude that he had. You see? And I was going to be damn sure that I didn't throw any punches or any of that stuff. Just grab him and hold him. And he, come on, I could have probably held him with my pinky finger. That's how big he was. But she diffused that situation and did so in a way that, as you said, did not offend me in the least. Like, the thought never crossed my mind that, wow, that was rude. I was just like, well, okay, she's asked me, so I'm just going to honor her wish. To stay on the topic of banks, you can compare it to when we went to Wells Fargo and tried to cash that check. That guy was incredibly professional. Mm-hmm. Just laid out that there's this, this, and this. Right. And... He looked for other ways to help us. I mean, there was no... Right. No, I agree. He was super professional, and we did not get our way. But nobody left there. Right. We didn't leave there saying, oh, that bank sucks. That guy was terrible. Hell no. I'm with you. Very, 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 very professional. Yeah, but I'm just saying very, very professional, though. And that's (laughs) exactly true. You don't have to get your... That's a great example of not needing to get your way. And yet right. still respecting that person's opinion and viewpoint. And, you know, that's the thing. If you come... Well, I've tried to tell people this before. You know, for me, personally, if you and I are having a disagreement, what's most important to me <coughs> is this, okay? Because I always listen to what the other person has to say. Always. Because I have to compare, like... Well, are we talking about the same thing? Maybe we're talking about the same exact thing and we're just coming at it from a different angle or using different terminology. Uh-huh. You know, that kind of thing. Oh, no, we're not coming at it from the same to the same point. We have a differing opinion. Well, now I understand where we stand. But too many people just attack and don't listen to what the other side is saying. Right. And so for me, the most important thing is that you listen to me as well as I'm listening to you. As long as that happens, we can disagree on things. Oh, well. It's not earth-shattering to disagree. You know what? Should Yogi should Yogi get extra food two times a day or only one time a day? Well, you know what? My, my way of thinking, as long as I get the one time a day, because you were saying maybe it was too much to give it to him for both meals. Well, yeah, because he seemed like he wasn't ready to eat that much. So, okay, but here's my thinking, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't agree with you, but will I will I push for my viewpoint? No, I respect where you're coming from. So why not, by giving you, you know, he's here at zero. Mm-hmm. I want him at 10, let's say, just to keep numbers easy. You want him at five. Well, hey, five is better than zero as far as I'm concerned. So... 
10 doesn't make you comfortable. Five does. Five, five makes me comfortable. 10 makes me more comfortable. Right? Yeah. So we find a compromise. So you just find a compromise that works for both people. Why not? Right. You don't have to agree either. And that doesn't mean that you're shoving your viewpoint down my throat. Right. It doesn't mean that. It means you know you're you're defending that's what kills me all the time. People that say that are the ones that most vehemently defend their own opinion about something. But yet you can't defend your opinion because if you do, you're an asshole. You really need to watch the video I sent you on Messenger earlier. Because that's the exact topic of it. Uh, of what I just said? It's yeah. so true. How many people can say that? Okay, so you know that J.P. Sears guy? Right. The one that right. made the cucumber, uh-huh. all cucumber pizza, and then he made the vegan turkey right. dinner. And you don't think he's as funny as I think he is? Okay. He's not. But you know how he's like ultra, ultra sarcastic to the point well, where yeah. he's a little he's bit like crazy? like me. Okay, so his video... Is titled "How to Be a Social Justice Warrior," and he's talking about <clears throat> everything that you hate about the people you talk about online. And like, so you see this? This is my keyboard. Behind this, I am invincible, and it's hilarious. Like you are going to laugh so hard when you watch it. Sounds like it. Yes, that's what I was chuckling about before we left. Because that those are things that drive me bananas about people he goes through like the steps on how to completely disregard somebody else's opinion because yours is the only one that's right (laughs) (laughs) well what kills me okay we'll call it other citizen and then we'll call it mike okay so this is what kills me you know mike no other citizen this is what i think mike have you thought about this other citizen, I already told you that this is what I think, Mike. But have you even considered this? Other citizen, didn't I say that I only wanted this? Mike, no, that's not what you said. Other citizen, why do you keep arguing and shoving your opinion down everyone's throat? You just go on and on and on. Um, Wasn't there a give and take exchange there? One person said something, then another person says. So it, it was basically the same number of comments. So why are we saying that you you never shut up? I mean, like, how does someone justify that? Well, the fact that you have that exact conversation with multitudes of people is very confusing to me. Like, why are there so many people in the world that don't understand that if the conversation is both-sided, as in you've typed 11 messages and they've typed 11 messages, why there are so many people in the world who think you're shoving your opinion down their throat, but they're not shoving their opinion down your throat. Like, shut up. If you're doing... If they sent one message and you sent 37 messages... I could respect right. them thinking that right. you're shoving your opinion right. down their throat. But when it's back and forth, shut the literal fuck up. Well, and the problem is, though, now we'll take it a step further. There are then, you know, now we've taken the big group of people, broken it down into a little bit smaller group of people. Now we take the smaller group of people and they get even smaller. Because the next thing is you explain that to the people that, well, you know, you're not getting it. <laughs> you're not understanding 
Well, there's a, a certain percentage of them that then understand it. Right. Okay? But then even they don't handle it correctly. The moral of the story is people are nuts, especially when they get behind a keyboard and they think they can say, can whatever, say whatever they want. Whatever they want. But what I don't understand, what I really don't... Okay, so I get people who think they can say whatever they want on Reddit or Tumblr. Right. Or even Twitter. And sometimes Instagram. But who is... Who? Who thinks that they won't be held accountable for things they say using their real name on Facebook or Nextdoor? Yeah. You're using your real name. Nextdoor knows where you live. Uh Uh-huh. So if you're like, I don't know, Rosa Cruz style spewing crazy bullshit. They could send the police to your house. They could find you. Yeah. Facebook probably could too. Since they know where you are to geotag everything you post on Facebook. Like, okay. They know where you are and we know who Uh, you are. Let me ask you a question since you're Uh. bringing up this topic. Remember the shooter that was going to shoot up the high schools? We did an episode about that yes. a while back at the beginning of the show. Well, how the hell do you think that the local police were able to solve that so quickly? Instagram geotags. And what they most likely have, in my guesstimation, is a security office that has to have someone on call 24 hours a day for law enforcement. Yeah. And when law enforcement calls, they probably have to have like, you know, certain evidence in order to be able to immediately get what they want. Do you think they need a warrant? Well, yeah. And they're going to need, you know, they're going to need a warrant. But then in some instances, they might give them the info while they're getting the warrant because they know they're going to get the warrant. And then in other instances, and then in other instances, they might say, no, you know, it doesn't look like you have enough to me to get a warrant. So I'm going to hold back before I give you the info. You need to go get the warrant. You see what I'm saying? Right. So they're they're as cooperative as they can be while sticking to the letter of the law. Right, because I'm sure there's something in the terms of service in Instagram where they say they won't give your information to the police without a warrant or something. I don't know. I don't think I've ever read completely through a single terms of service. Me either. So <laughs> I that's funny. I used to work with a guy who most brilliant person I've ever worked with like mm-hmm. on every spectrum a genius not just the technology world just every spectrum um beautiful man just a super nice person okay and he well, if you talk to Alyssa about him she loved that guy like oh my god but he would he lived in state of washington i think he still does and he would come down like every few months and spend some time down here and he would plan like all the big physical things that he needs to do during that time span so he'd stay for like a week maybe two weeks but he'd stay with us when he was there and he was just a super duper nice guy but brilliant like super brilliant and he would have had a problem with that whole approach that we were just discussing. Right. You know, and he's a brilliant guy. <clears throat> but like I said, I understand why people say all the shit they want on Reddit. 
Yeah, they're anonymous there. Exactly. And Tumblr and Twitter, you're 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 pretty anonymous. I mean you basically make your screen name and everything whatever yeah, you want. IP address is about the only thing they've probably got on you. Right. And as long as you're not saying anything that's breaking the law, nobody yeah. cares. Right. That I that's why when you you're on Reddit, people say the stupidest shit that you could ever imagine. Yeah. And they'll respond to you just with like, shut the fuck up. And all you've done is ask a question. Yeah. So you, you expect it on Reddit. But you're using your real name on Facebook. Stop and think about that, people. Stop and think. Yeah. And as you've pointed out, your geotagging location information is available. And people think that because they turn it off, it's not available. But it's still available. Just because you're posting something and you click the little X that says Buena Park in it because you don't want everybody in the world to know you're in Buena Park. Doesn't doesn't mean mean Facebook Facebook doesn't doesn't know know you're in Buena Park. Right. Exactly. Hold me back. Well, that's it's funny, but you ask people like, what is Facebook's? What do they do? What's Facebook's business? And people will say advertising. Oh, well, they're, you know, they're in, uh, you know, business of. uh, of uh, giving us this social media platform so that they can sell advertising. Well, no, that's not what they're in the business of. They're, they're in the business of collecting your demographic data. information and using it to make a shitload of money off of targeted advertising. Right. It has nothing to do with you. And it's using their data. Their social media it's their platform. data. Exactly. Exactly. It's they their data. data. They're bringing your. They're bringing <clears throat> you to a place where you give them. You've given Everything. them. Yeah, you've given them the right to access whatever you're doing. They know your name, gender, but they birthday. Even, they know that you have credit Answer cards. me this. They know what you like. They know what you Answer don't me this like. though. But answer me this. How come they can even get inside of things that are supposed to be Google only stuff? So like, you go to a website that has Google AdSense on it. Well, you're going to have advertising there and it's going to know that you were looking at, um, I don't know, bicycles. Let's just say mountain bikes. I'm sure they have and then every freaking where you go because of Google, you get freaking mountain bikes, except usually inside of like Twitter, Twitter that doesn't get affected by that because they don't use Google ads on there. Spectrum. So how? So how does? I don't know because yeah, because then that would mean <laughs> that would mean that Google <laughs> is stealing from Facebook the data. But you know what? That's funny. I no longer use Wouldn't a shock Google. Me. I no Wouldn't longer shock use my Google account to sign into Facebook. I wonder if I'll notice a decrease in my Google prompted advertising. What did you do? Change your email address? Well, yeah, I wanted my I wanted my Facebook email address to match the ad account that I created. Oh, so what is what's the address of you? The use? web scientist one. That's what I thought. Interesting. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, let's that that's that's an interesting experiment. We'll have to check back on that cuz us geek types would like to know cuz it's I'm telling you the people, it's your data that they want because then they're going to turn that data on you and use it to say, well, these 100,000 people over here love this type of thing. So we're going to offer them this because our focus groups have told us that this is the type of person we'll buy. And you know what will happen? They're going to get 80-90% close rate of those people because of that because it's right. so targeted. So say you're you're a normal Facebook user, okay? Mm-hmm. 
And you've given them your real name. You've given them your birth date, your gender, maybe your marital status. I don't know. The basic demographic information they asked for. Say you filled it all out. Then it's Monday and you check Facebook at home. And then you go to the doctor's office and you are surfing Facebook while you're in the waiting room. And then you drive to a new place and you're checking Facebook quick while you're having lunch with a friend. And then you drive somewhere else and you're checking Facebook there and then somewhere else. They know exactly where you've gone for the entire day because they geotag every single place you are. And then while you're on Facebook, say you like 73 different pages on Monday. Now they know what you like. Now they know what you're interested in. They know what movies you like. They know what TV shows you like. Every single every single website Books, that you movies, use, music. Facebook to sign in with, they know you like that and are interested in that. Yep. And now that's more data that they have. Yep. Which is why you're you're brilliant. Not too many people understand that part. That's why you have to authorize it. Facebook yeah. had pushed the social sign in. Yeah. Because you know, yeah. And like Google jumped right on that bandwagon. Yeah, and so did so did Twitter. You Sometimes. know, Twitter and is less, but and yeah. they they kind of, <clears throat> I don't know. Facebook pushed it. The others jumped on the bandwagon, and yeah. they try to jump over each other all the time. Right. And you end up basically you sold your soul to Facebook because they know absolutely everything. They probably know more about you than you know about yourself. Yes, because there's things you've forgotten. That they still definitely freaking know. Well, and you want the thing I think is so freaking crazy. Okay. My father does not have Facebook. He is so offended by the internet that he will never go on Facebook ever. And he's super offended that my mother had the nerve to sign into Facebook on his computer once. Okay. So that, <laughs> that is my father in a nutshell. I get it. Before Christmas, I get this entire slew of ads. Let's say, and there are a picture of some coffee mugs, and one coffee mug has a heart and the state of California on it, and one coffee mug has a heart and the province of Alberta on it, and it says, uh, a father and daughter's bond knows no distance. Explain to me how Facebook knows my father lives in Alberta. Because you've told them that your mom is your mom. And now it has surmised that, that my parents are married. Your parents are married. Yeah. 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 So that's that's the kind of things. And Facebook targeted me with that ad because I live here, and they deduced that my parents live there. Yeah. That is so creepy. It's not even funny. See, I get fixated more on how like how much that shit costs. Like, like here's a simple one for you. Sounds simple anyway. The Amazon, you know how when you go on Amazon and it says, oh, people who like this also liked these 27,000 things down here in this little spinner. Uh-huh. Well, to develop the initial one that only gave you like five recommendations was $2.5 million uh-huh. of development time and a million dollars a year in maintenance costs. Okay. A year. You heard that? Yeah. A year. So they're paying up the butt for that kind of technology. Can you imagine what you'd be paying for the technology that we were just talking about? Right. Like how expensive that would be? 
when I was setting up the demographics for those Facebook ads for Captain Scammerhole. <laughs> yeah. That's a reference back like to episode what, like eleven? Somewhere around there, yeah. Where I talked about the dude who tried to scam me. Whatever the episode yeah. it's about our zoo, right? Yeah. Whatever the episode is about our zoo, if you feel like having a listen about Captain Scammerhole. Anyway, <clears throat> you can target people with Facebook ads by whether or not they have a credit card. Yeah. And it can narrow it down right to like basic credit card or preferred uh-huh. card. Like, that's strange and alarming that Facebook knows that information about you. Well, question. Have you ever gone from Facebook and looked at an advertisement, clicked on the advertisement, went to the advertiser's site, decided you wanted the product, so you ordered the product, then you proceeded to pay for the order that you got, then when you were done with all of that, you went back to Facebook I can't recall a situation where I use my credit card, but they definitely know I'm a PayPal user. There, and there you go, because all of that actually is done inside still of Facebook. Right, and you can tell you're still in Facebook. And so you did, you know, you did all of that inside of a frame that's their frame, so they know. And you know what? Even if they let you go to the outside, I guarantee you their arrangement with that advertiser would require the advertiser to share with them information on anyone who's a Facebook user. They would have to show a match list. I'm sure they get, yeah. See? And then from the match list, they say, kabam. These people were all Facebook users. We get to see their data. Keep in mind that most places who advertise products on Facebook use the Facebook pixel on their website to Uh track metrics. Yep. And my bet is that's where Facebook gets their data yeah. from. Yeah. So if you didn't have the Facebook pixel installed on your website, they would get significantly less data from sure. you. Sure. But that's why they push it so much. Yeah. Yeah. I'm now officially afraid to go on the internet. It's it's all <laughs> it's it all becomes clear what's going on when you understand how it's done. Right. It's like magic, though. They say that about magic, that magic loses all of its luster when you actually know how a magician does some of the illusions that they do. And it makes sense. Like, it just spoils it. Yeah. And that's the same thing. Like, like social media, I see stuff, and I'm like, yep, that's a, that's a honeypot trap right there. They want some data off you. Well, you know the, you know the Facebook search? What's it called now? It used to be called just, like, regular Facebook Graph search. search. And now it's got something else where it has, like, all the different options. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Facebook probably increased their search and made it better so that more people would do searches on Facebook. And so they could collect more data. Duh. Of course. So then crazy people, like crazy people who complain that Facebook has changed their search. Well... Why the heck do you think they changed their search? They're trying to get more of your information so they can make additional money. Right. They're, so, they're data mining. So for all of you people out there who are smart and bought Facebook stocks when they first went public, stay away from my information. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like there's yeah. just, 
like I said, it would it would be so costly to build a system like that. And the reason I mentioned how much it costs is that who's going to compete with that? Right. You know, well, that's why the, stuff like that evolves over time and doesn't like all come out at once. Right. You're not going to introduce 73 features. Well, they do something that I find very, very intelligent. They find other little companies like Messenger. What I can't remember what Messenger, but it was taken by someone went and Facebook went and bought this company that had an instant messenger. It had an instant messenger tool and they made it into Facebook Messenger. Brilliant freaking idea. And then then they bought Instagram and suddenly their handling of photos and video went through the roof. But that's because they got all the inside secrets. Right. They didn't have to spend the time and money developing all of that for themselves. What I think And in be- fact, don't forget. If they had to start from ground zero and get to where Instagram was, it would have cost a lot of money. Right. But then they would have already spent all that money and now they were at the point where Instagram was when they bought it and then you need to add features, right? Right. Well, you already spent all this money. You might not have money to add features. It but costs if you, them less money to buy Instagram than it would have cost them to build Instagram. Right. So by buying Instagram, they already started caught with their technology caught up to Instagram because they now owned Instagram. It's a cat party behind me. Always. Every night. But there's a pretty girl. Yes. Not just a Hi, pretty girl. There's also a pork butt over here. Um. Anyway, I think it's amazing. Like the strategy behind the whole thing. It's... As you yeah. peel back the onion, the skin well, of the then, onion, you realize that there's a strategy the there. The more you peel back the onion, the more you realize that my father's completely correct, that Facebook is trying to steal your soul and all of your information. Yeah. Now, I don't really think that they're going to use it to steal your identity. No. But that's where, that's where he goes with that. But they're definitely... Hey! <laughs> the cat just stuck her head in my shorts. <laughs> anyway, um, they're definitely they're definitely just out there to collect your information and sell it. Yep. For twenty five cents a click. I agree. I agree. So here's what I want everyone to do. I'm gonna I'm gonna set up a Google form, okay, and it's gonna have things like your name, your nicknames, your last name. Your address, social security number, your phone number, <laughs> your social security number, the PIN number that you use on your ATM card. You know, all the important stuff. Right. And I want all of you to go there and just fill it out for me. And what I'll do with you is I'll share back a percentage of what I make with each and every one of you. It's a small percentage, but it'll be there with each and every one of you as long as you go fill out the form for me and give and give me truthful information. I guess I better go download that dark web browser, huh? <laughs> people, people, people. Anyway, of course. Dark web is a good yes, of course it was a joke. Dark web is a good way to uh segue into we should end this episode of the nightly rant. What Alrighty. do you say? Well, you're right. It sounds like a good place to say goodnight. All right, people. 
Asta la bye bye. Hey, this is Mike, and I just wanted to tell you that if you enjoyed the show, and I truly hope you did, you can subscribe on iTunes or Google Play and not miss a single episode. But if you happened to miss an episode uh, and you didn't find it on Google Play or iTunes for some reason, you could go to our website, which is thenightlyrant.wordpress.com.